get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Michelle Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker. We head to the... Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, and we're running late for Greg Amzinger. We appreciate him being patient. 30 clubs in 30 days on MLB Network. The Marlins are today, yesterday, and we're watching right now the Washington Nationals. Greg, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm using every opportunity to chat with these players uh, to my advantage. I'll give you a quick story. The other day, we're doing the 30-30 for the Cardinals and Adam Wainwright is making the whole crew laugh during commercial break. We do the interview with Waino, and I say afterwards off the air, hey, man, I know Turner Sports is going to come after you. Don't sign with them until you sit on the set with me, Harold, and Dan. I know Dan McLaughlin's charm is going to try to lure you into the booth with the Cardinals. Don't buy it. He's not that nice. You want to sit on the set with us. You want to sit on the set with us. So the recruiting war has already started. My man, we have already spoken, and we've been doing it for years. You're late to the game. You're late hey, man. to the game. Hey, listen, John Calipari sometimes got late to the game. He would still sign the McDonald's All-American. Hey, so you know, it doesn't matter what time you jump in. You just got to jump so in. So you're saying like Calipari, you guys have more money. Exactly. And I was just going to say that. Exactly. <laughs> money talks. Duffel bags. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. So, Greg, you've been doing this for a long time. You've interviewed Scherzer many times. Do you still stare at his eyes? Yes. It's it's weird, but yet uh, lovely. At the same time, I've grown to appreciate it. He's one of my favorite dudes in the world, man. Uh, we kind of had a gag yesterday to begin the whole show about how he, he is sleep-deprived, although it didn't look like it against the Cardinals the other day. I mean, he was off the charts. But he's got two little ones at home. He's become a, a machine at changing diapers, and he's, his wife is pregnant for a third. So this guy, I don't know how he's doing it. But at the age of 36, his last year of his contract, I said it on the air, it is the greatest $200-plus million contract in baseball history. I know there aren't a ton of them, but his worked. His was amazing, and he should be proud of how well he performed during that contract. Greg, speaking of uh, 30 clubs in 30 days, I loved your interview with Nolan Arenado. I could feel how excited you were to talk to him. We know how much you think of him as a player and as a, a person. But I loved his answer when you asked him about being with the club and how he talked about how different guys on the team, including Yadier Molina, are the hardest working guys he's ever been around. How Yadier's there at 7 in the morning giving instruction to some of the younger pitchers, or excuse me, some of the younger catchers. And Randy and I talked about it. It seems like so many people on this Cardinals team are in a competition to outwork the next guy. It's so true. And, you know, Dan can speak to this being in spring training camp for as many years as he's been there watching these guys. And then you get a chance to dip your toe into another camp. It's different. It is a unique fraternity, St. Louis Cardinal baseball. And that is instilled with the history of the organization and the late Bob Gibson, the late Stan, the man, these guys were around all the time. They brought their great legends into camp 
constantly. And for some reason, there are other organizations that choose to push those guys away. I don't understand that. There's a synergy with Cardinal baseball that instills work ethic uh, before these baseball players are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. That's why Car- the Cardinals have, have connected the dots in so many ways, from their history to their future. And young guys like Matthew Liberatore, he understands it. Like You can talk to him, and he'll tell you everything you need to know about the Cardinal history. So Nolan Arenado is, is honored to be wearing the birds on the bat. And think about everything he's already done in the game. That tells you the kind of culture the Cardinals have created. Hey, did, Greg, did you guys uh, see what Yachty did with the uh, Youngster Siri the other day when he was on the bases? And, and It was awesome. Did you do a little <laughs> breakdown of that uh, on MLB tonight? You know, I, when I asked uh, Nolan Arenado during the interview that Michelle alluded to about playing with Yachty, I said, look, I remember when the blood was dripping down your, your eyebrow after you won a game and, and you were losing your mind. And you're just the most competitive dude. I think you met your match with Yachty or Molina. And he agreed, and he referred to the moment where the kid is leaning off and he snapped, throw down the bag, and the kid gives him the Matumbo finger, and Yachty looked like he was 19 years old again. Like, go ahead, man, let's see what you got. That, to me, in a spring training game, not only did it impress me, but it fired up Nolan Arenado. It's firing up a a, a potential future Hall of Famer because he's in awe of this future Hall of Famer in in Yachty or Molina. Yachty loves the game. And that is what comes out. It's not just his instincts and his IQ, but he loves the game, and we need more of that. Hey, Greg, we had Jeff Passan on the show yesterday, and he's really concerned about the Cardinals starting pitching. He really thinks they should have signed Odorizzi because he has questions about Wainwright at 39, Martinez coming back. You don't know about KK. Obviously, Michaelis is dealing with his physical issues right now. What's your concern level with the Cardinals starting pitching? I'm not. I'm not. I think this team has built a lot of, uh, of young depth uh, in their organization. Carlos Martinez so far looks good. I know it's hard to depend on him with his track record, but you're paying him last year of his deal. You might as well see what you got there. Uh, but the, I love the John Gant experiment. The other day I heard he looked terrific. He's got swing and miss. It's something he wants to do. I interviewed him during the winter caravan, and he is so motivated to, to take the ball every fifth day. Oviedo, worst case scenario, I know they want this guy to come out of the bullpen and get you multiple innings. But, man, his body, everything about him looks like he could be an every fifth day guy. The kid down there, Thompson, love him. And I think Matthew Libertor is one of the top pitching prospects in the game. And I'll give you a prediction. I said this off the air the other day. I t- Actually, I told our friend Keith Costas this. We talk Cardinal baseball every single day. We're such fanboys. It's hilarious. But I said to him, I go, 10 years from now, the Cardinals will have won the Randy Arozarena trade. 10 years from now. Looking back on the deal, I, I know it sounds crazy. Matthew Libertor is that talented. To meet him, you'll never forget this kid. He's wise beyond his years. Uh, his parents raised him the right way, and he's going to take that mantle. He's the next Wainwright, in my opinion, for the Cardinals. So I think the young depth is okay, and I don't think you need to overspend for a guy like Jake Odorizzi, not at all. So, Greg, we also had Keith on the show yesterday, and I started off by thanking him for the Cardinal <laughs> love, and he's couching himself as this bastion of journalistic integrity, how oh, everything is so balanced on hot stove. Do not buy that. Do not buy that. I swear I saw a cardinal tattoo on his lower back. <laughs> lower back, right? Wow. Stamp there. I love it. <laughs> you got to ask him about it. Wow. Is it just the STL logo? Is it the birds on the bat? We need more of a description here. <laughs> yeah, it's got like thorns. It's like a branch. And yeah, it's got like a fighting cardinal, I think. But, you know, 
He was just he was walking around in a crop top. So you got to ask Keith about it. I'm assuming Bob doesn't have one. <laughs> okay, I just had to check. Assuming, uh, you know, that's a, that's a fair assessment, Dan. Fair okay, assessment. thanks. Uh, speaking of pitchers, Greg, so the, the Cardinals are going to have Alex Reyes come out of the bullpen. A lot of people here, we were just talking about this, actually. A lot of people here were wondering if this was the year that we're finally going to see him in the rotation. But looks like that's going to be pushed back once again. But what are your thoughts on what you've seen out of Alex Reyes so far this spring? He's been looking great. He's amazing. You know, his brother works with us at MLB Network. I think I told you guys this before, and I chat with him all the time about the shape his brother is in. Alex is in, in tremendous shape. The arm is just got everything's got late life to it. I kind of I was taken back by the 100 innings limitation they dropped on him. To me, that automatically means okay, we're going to have this guy in the bullpen. If things get hairy, and we're going to be in the in the postseason mix. Don't be shocked if Alex Reyes takes the ball to give you four or five, right? Like when things get down to the wire and maybe we're dealing with injuries in our rotation, Alex Reyes has become the safety net. He might end up becoming the most valuable arm for the 2021 Cardinals. The talent's off the charts. We know that. Jordan Hicks, I mean, doesn't look like he's throwing hard on here and he's hitting easy 101-102. So he's going to reclaim that closer role. There was some talk that maybe Reyes would be the guy. They've got tons of depth in that bullpen. I think that's where he should start. But that innings limitation, to me, means he's going to get some spot starts when it matters most. Look for that. Hey, Greg, we saw that Joey Votto tested positive for COVID-19. Kind of a general question now, league-wide. Are you hearing that some of the players are are starting to get vaccinated at at various sites? or, Or what are you hearing as we get closer to opening day? The vaccinations are coming. I don't know if they've been spread out to the players yet. That was one of the reasons why they wanted to delay the season for a month to make sure when players showed up, there were vaccines on hand and being doled out. At the moment, I'm not hearing that. That is the number one effort at the moment for Major League Baseball before opening day is what I'm hearing, that they really want these guys vaccinated before April 1st. Time is ticking away. I'm not sure if that's going to happen because, as you know, Johnson & Johnson did not give the number that I think Major League Baseball was hoping for for that single-dose vaccination. They're on top of this. They're in communication with the FTC nonstop. Uh, but that is the goal at the moment. They want, if you're a fan of the Cardinals, they're going to have the vaccine in their arms. If they choose to take it uh, before opening day, that is the goal. Last thing for Greg Amzinger, here we are about two weeks into spring training games. Is there one overarching storyline that you're seeing so far in spring training in the early early schedule of games? Yeah, you know what it is? Uh, there's buzz around this, the Kansas City Royals. I think uh, a lot of our guys are going, wait a minute, all this talk about maybe the Twins going out and spending money, the Chicago White Sox, that this is just destined that those two teams will take the AL Central because the Indians are down at the trading Lindor. Do not overlook what Mike Matheny is doing with the Kansas City Royals. Adalberto Mondesi in the last uh, 30 games of the regular season was one of the best players in baseball, not just one of the best players in the Royals. He was one of the best players in baseball. They made some sleepy moves there. Carlos Santana brings a ton of leadership to any team he's on, and he makes all the Latin players, the younger Latin guys, just mature at a higher rate. I I just like this team. They've invested in young arms. Uh, don't be surprised. I mean, as we know, Mike Matheny took a lot of criticism during his days as manager of the Cardinals, but he's done nothing but win. He showed up in Kansas City. It's a team that towards the end of that 60-game schedule looked like they were improving. I think the Kansas City Royals will be one of the two most improved teams in the American League. The most improved team, you ask? You didn't ask, but I'll tell you anyway. I think the Angels, I think the Angels win the West. This is going to wow. be the year where Mike, where Mike Trout will get to the ALCS. 
That's a prediction. I like that. Does Bobby Witt make that team with Kansas City? I mean, he looks amazing, doesn't he? He's already yeah. looks like a grown man. I think they're going to slow the clock down, but at some point this year, if they're close, he'll be. They, they won't make a huge trade deadline acquisition, but he will be in the big leagues because he's just taking the cover off the baseball right now. Spring training, no doubt. A high of sixty-eight and sunny where you are today. We're going to have wind and rain here, so are you going to get out on the golf course? Yeah, you know, temp greens right now. I'm not a big fan of that at the club. I, although, you know, I, I guess it gives you this false sense of confidence. Whoa, I just drove <laughs> yeah. the ball 40 yards away from the temp green. So maybe that's what I need. I need to go do that today, Randy. You're right. All right. Have a great day. We always love talking to you, my man. Thank you very much. All right. You're all the best. Look forward to it. See you, Greg. Greg Amsinger, product of the Lindenwood University, a native of St. Louis and the lead anchor for MLB Network, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.